Welcome back, loggers and fur traps. Buckle up, because we are about to shake the bear. That's right, folks. We're getting ready to pitch our tents, so if you can't, we're not medical professionals, so don't listen to us. That being said, loggers, we are live. Welcome back to the Straight to the Woods podcast. This will be episode 13, the episode airing after our special guest guest. Uh, with the shaman himself, Mr. Jason. Are you like from the East Coast? East over here. Well, I don't even know if that's an East Coast accent. Who even says that? What accent says it like that? What did I have? None are like our Australian like listeners. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like Canadians. How's our neighbors to the north? Let's go check the attic for a second. Oh, nothing there. <laughs> Going back downstairs. The Let's usual. go to the basement. It's a little warmer. <laughs> and I don't think our Canadian friends are doing anything different. If you are, let us know. <clears throat> we don't see many of you listening, so. We know who you come running to. We know who you'll come <laughs> running to. Yeah, that's right. We're daddy. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> great start before we get any further here. Truly a great start. It's truly, truly a great, a great start. start. Well, cheers to get you, my thing. friend. All right, I got a serious question. Do I like Pilsner's? Yes. Next question. It is. Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, it has betwixt me all week. Mm-hmm. All right, serious question. Can you fart out a shit? Mm, that is a perplexing question there, Scholar Squint. Um, let's see. No, I would, say that, <laughs> I would say you are then shitting rather than farting. Shit and farted. <laughs> but, but I mean, isn't that how it's propelled? So technically you're just farting. Mm, no, I would say if you like started like farting and you started like mid squirt, like you started getting the squirts, I'd say that's probably farting out of shit. But well, it's like it's pre-coming or is it not coming? Uh, no, it's pre-coming. It's, I would say if it was the same thing, it would have the same same definition. <laughs> you know, like can you can you uh, burp out a puke? Hmm. No, uh, that's well. You could burp into puke. You know, can you burp out vomit? I would. I would. I would just say that that's like a transitional period. I feel like that would have to be the have to be the case to argue. I mean, the, the fart is just the CO2 to the pellet. Yeah, but then you get more than that CO2 going out. You, you get the the puke, but... But what happens in those cases where you usually like start ripping one, and then at the end, all of a sudden, it's like, oop, milk dead. Mm, I would say that's pushing out a fart. I don't know if the... Or pushing out a shit. I don't know if the... F- mm, that's, a, that's a perplexing one. Yeah. How that's far do dingleberries one. go? Depends on how hard you push. All right. On to some real topics. Yes. Just wanted to get the brain, you know, stimulated with some, some tough, you know, Rubik's Cube questions. Yeah, we've both had a uh, pretty uh, exciting week. I mean, I was gone. <clears throat> went, to, went to Vegas. And uh, you, I mean, probably had the best day of your life. And we'll, we'll get into that. But let's say yeah. you're riding a high. But- I'm pretty fucking stoked. Yeah, I know. I got the cowboy hat and everything. You know, I'm holding my head up, ta- head up high as I'm heading off into the sunset. 
But we've got some pretty good sports news, man. It's going to be an exciting week for uh, the 4th of July. It's going to be... I'm going to be fucking hammered because it's just going to... July is not for a month. What was that? No, I'm just saying for that month, there's going to be like some actual, some like pretty exciting (laughs) stuff for the month of July because there's usually... I mean, well, I mean, you'll have the All-Star game too. You have the... uh, For baseball because that's like July 16th. But... We have the GOAT himself with the current PGA Masters champion going against King Douche and arguably Apprentice Douche. Squaring <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. In a so golf match. I wanted to make sure I brought this point up before I forgot it because it was super important. Do you remember the big events last year during Brady's golf tournament? No. When he split his pants? No, I did not. That, really? That's, you don't fake remember news. That? that's fake news. Huh. Yeah, I mean, he was like, I well, think he was putting in. Yeah. I, th- I think he was putting in, he like bent down to grab his ball or whatever happened, and he like split it from like belt to like huge. Well, you know, it's because he didn't deflate that fucking caboose he's got. <laughs> yeah, did you see that meme from Deshambo? <laughs> uh-uh. Oh. I saw the one that Brady posted. I sent you yeah, the so one. He posted Brady. that because of Bryson's tweet. It was uh, uh, um, like something. Of, let me see if I can't find it. That was funny. Uh, Bryson. It was him with like a deflated football. That was, I mean, clearly. Um, Why? Well, he should have had like a deflated golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, where is it at? Was it I mean, fake? That's just proof that the Shambo is a douche. Yeah, oh, here it is. I just think it's funny that he's going. He went against. He went against Favre last year, right? Did he? I always there's like two events where there's like celebrities that golf together, and I always see the one like the big one where it's like Steph Curry is out there with like uh, Rory, and then you have like. LeBron James with Ricky Fowler, you know, like why LeBron doesn't golf, but you get what I'm saying. You know, like Patrick Mahomes is out there with Ricky Fowler or whatever. Uh, You know, Shaq's out there with Uh, Barkley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Tom Brady had tweeted this. (laughs) It's a picture of these two boneheads. Uh, What's his nuts? Yeah, Kepka. Kepka, yep. And it said, Aaron realizing he has to spend the whole day with with Bryson. And then says in the back, Bryson, happy to be here. And then Bryson had tweeted at Tom Brady once, at Aaron Rodgers, and I take you, and at Phil Mickelson, take down you and Phil. You will feel just as deflated as those balls were in the AFC Championship game. And uh, this is a picture of that. <laughs> mm, so he's uh, trying to take some shots. Yeah. In a very Bryson way, might I add. Like, yeah. I mean, the only other thing he could have gone after really is like the way he kisses his kid. But other than that, that was that was like uh, the, the hanging fruit. Okay, well, uh, does does Bryson get to go at the goat? I mean, what has Bryson done besides like gain fifty pounds? <laughs> like that's his claim to fame, right? See, that's now. why I wanted to beat him up. And you know, on our podcast with Austin, you were like, "Oh, you picked a tough one." That guy needs it. it's like the Aaron Rodgers of golf for sure. Well, yeah. Well, now I want to beat both of them up. Like, two on one, you know? Like, just sit in the fucking corner, Bryson. I'll get to your ass in a minute. 
it's like next up. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, it's not like the, the Tiger Woods or the Mickelsons or the uh, Roy or McElroy's. Maybe, he, yeah, maybe he's up there with that guy. I mean, he's just like uh, Dustin Brooks. Johnson, you know, he can just like hit the shit out of the ball really hard. <laughs> Oh, and really then there was, a, <laughs> there was a person that had commented to that tweet. So I don't remember if, I don't know if it was recent or if it was an old shot. I'm pretty sure it was recent, but Bryson had like shanked the shit out of a shot and it went like 50 yards, but like a curved stick just like right into the woods. And someone's like, hey, Straight maybe into the instead woods, of worrying about the plated balls, fan, you worry man. about your drives. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> He's uh, a fan. He's ass. a fan. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't beat his ass just yet. Yeah, I mean, He's I'm way golf. worse at golf than that guy. Uh, I've actually. No, but I mean, like Aaron Rodgers is actually a good golfer. Yeah, so is Brady. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, like, there's like three legitimate people who can golf, and then there's Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> we'll clip it and tag him. What's that? Yeah, I was gonna say like. If Brady and Aaron Rodgers were on the tour, they'd probably win one before Bryson would. And they don't even have to, like, gain 50 pounds. Ooh, shots fired, shots fired. I mean, yeah. Brady I mean, lost, like, 50 pounds. And, but and it took seven. him, like, 19 years to do it. Yeah, what's the, yeah <laughs> but, I mean, what's the, what's the equivalent of winning seven Super Bowls in golf? Because, like, what, like, Tigers? Well, the, the, most, the most is, like, what, 14 majors by... Uh, it's not John Daly. Uh, it, uh, not Jack Palmer. Is it Jack Palmer? That's it. I think it's John Palmer, isn't it? Arnold Palmer. Right. That's where the drink comes from. Duh. Duh. Fucking dingus moments. Tiger. Wow. Wow. Okay. So it's wait. It's uh, Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. Tiger Woods has fifteen. Walter Hagen has 11. Ben Hogan has 9. Damn, I mean, ben some of those, some of those at the end of that are humegalols for not very popular golf fans. I know, but that's like suit. Those guys are super old, dude. There's like no one even right. close. Well, well like, I mean, two of those guys, actually, like Nicholas, uh, Walter Hagen, and the other guy are from like 1929. <laughs> I know. Ben Hogan, dude. Ben Hogan, like. Had a horrific car accident, and then came back and was still smashing ass. <laughs> oh, so that means Tiger Woods is on the on the prowl. Yeah. Okay, so so eighteen is the most, right? Eighteen, 18. is the most. No. So uh, let's see Brady how many has, has. Yeah. Well, Brady has seven, which is like the most any quarterback has ever won. Because what was it? it? Was Joe Montana? Not only not only team, not only people, but teams. He has more wins than any team. Yeah. Hold on. Himself. Majors has Bryson DeChambeau won. Let's look. Oh, he's won eight. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Eight times on the PGA Tour, including one major championship. The guy with one. So he's won one major. He's won one major. Though the, What you were just listing off was 15 majors. So Tiger Woods has 15 majors. Right. Yeah, Jack Nicholson, yeah Jack, Jack Nicholson has 18 majors. So Tom Brady, in his sport, has won the major seven times. The next is four by Joe Montana. So that is just a little bit. That's so that's, big. So that's just a little bit uh, over half, right? So Bryson DeChambeau would have to win like 24 majors to be on Tom Brady's level. Yeah. Uh, And Aaron Rodgers has won one Super Bowl, right? Right. And uh, Mickelson has won a total of five major tournaments. 
Right. So, I mean, the fact that they're, you know, they should just be, have their dick in their hand and be like, hey, how do you do it, guys? <laughs> what are you doing? You know, because I've been bitching and crying and I've been taking steroids and neither one of us are really winning. <laughs> oh, that was, that was cool watching Phil with that, uh, like his, I think it was his last drive. Where oh, all those people were like around him. Oh, yeah. That was so crazy. That's, that's like, man, that's like a, free throw almost i was like watching his that was like i was like whoa this is like history right now dude those people were like on him when right, he was walking right on him <laughs> yeah when he was walking he had like an entourage of like 250 people At and least, i was like yeah this guy's like i don't even see rappers do that <laughs> right like just fucking everybody with their phones out on that last putt i was uh, like yeah. jesus christ well did you see what he uh Hit, hit a shot into a tree and it went off a tree and hit that guy on the head and then rolled back and it was actually a pretty good shot yeah so, <laughs> the wick lefty man yeah he had gone up back out there and gave him his glove he's like if you had a little bit softer at a head you would have helped me out <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and that's the thing like for an old older guy man he's always been like just like super witty super sharp you know clever on the spot and i'm like damn he's kind of like if if he had Elon Musk smarts and like uh, Phil Mickelson's wit, it'd be Tony Stark. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, it'd be Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yep. I'm just like, oh. Has right. anyone else played Iron Man? I don't think so. No. It's going to be tough, man. Yeah. That made the character real good. Anyway, that's like, not what we're yeah. talking about. <sighs> yes. But I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that tournament. All right, moving on here. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to tune in. I mean, I'm going to be super hungover from the 4th of July. So I'll be like, oh, I got oh, better. Is it July 5th? Yeah. Well, oh, it's on July sixth. July sixth. Okay. Shit, I might just drive out to Montana. Is that where it is? Yeah, Big Sky. Oh, big Sky. Yeah. All so right. we got John Cena. John Cena and his and I uh apology. Uh, well, I mean, coming off the previous topic of two baby back bitches, here comes John Cena carrying the, you know, biggest ass load of no backbone, just a fucking gummy worm. Yeah, this is just a class, another classic example of just kind of getting into something that you really don't know anything about, and then just getting bitten on the ass for it. No, no, wait, no, 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 no. Pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Kanye West drives slow home. Wait, wait, wait. I want to, I want to make myself clear. Like a, like an apology that was like, dude, what are you doing? It's like okay, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have enough information about all of that, and like his apology was just like well, a classic all, Hollywood apology. Andrin. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "Wow, John Cena knows Mandarin." I'm like, "Did you miss the fucking point of what just happened? It was in Mandarin because you didn't because you wouldn't understand it. That's why it was in Mandarin." Sixty-eight second clip. Oh man, we don't have sixty-eight seconds for that garbage. No, we're not watching. We're not watching. It's in Mandarin. It's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're like, "Oh wow, John Cena's Mandarin." I thought he was just a dumb wrestler. Do you know what he's saying in Mandarin? Well, no, I don't speak Mandarin. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, what do you have to do? I suppose so. <laughs> uh, Unless you so know what he for... could be saying that your mom's a whore and she's been sucking off your uncle for the last ten years <laughs> and touching your brother while he's sleeping. Yeah. So for the. Squint, go into why this was uh, just a bad situation all around. All right. So for whatever reason, um, he was, I think, I, I can't remember the exact logistics of it. Obviously, he's on some sort of 
promotional tour. Fast and I know that is oh, is it for Fast and Furious? Yeah, that's right. And um, he said that Taiwan is a country. So I don't, I don't, haven't heard like the actual clip. I don't know if he's like, oh, I just like to thank the country of Taiwan. Right, I don't know either. Yeah, you know, so he was probably in China because that's a huge hub. And he's like, you know, we just like to thank, you know, China, the country of Taiwan, the Philippines, you know, like, uh, and China said that he had to apologize for calling Taiwan a country. So, yeah, so <laughs> a couple facts I just found out. Um, John Cena actually knows Mandarin, which was an information tidbit I didn't know. Um, apparently random and I will backtrack just a little bit, but not yeah. much. <laughs> and, yeah. Right. 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 Uh, I just to our well, previous yeah, point I mean, of posting in Mandarin. So I, but I mean, I'll like admit that statement, how, how, how uh, fluent is he? Is, is he fluent enough because he has to do like press conferences? Exactly. Over there? So he learned in 2014 um, to help the WWE when they expanded to China. And uh, I guess it was like this big thing when he gave a whole press conference in Mandarin. <clears throat> um, so I mean, good for him on that, which is interesting to then why he wouldn't know this whole situation a little bit better, I suppose. Yeah. You know, but yeah, so Taiwan is also known as the Republic of China, which is a big differentiate differentiation between the People's Republic of like China, which I believe is um, North Korea, right? Mm -hmm. Or is it the the People's Republic of I don't want to get that wrong well i mean that's like if americans said like oh you know like to think that like we are like hey you know the country of australia and then england's like you better apologize <laughs> yeah i mean that's uh, a lot of pressure to be fair like a whole country's like Bitch. <laughs> well you know what if 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 the england comes out and they're like hey we don't appreciate what you're saying about australia you know you need to be thinking england <laughs> because we're the ones that found that I'd be like, hey, uh, last time I checked, we won, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Finger. But uh, had a whole ocean to dump shit in. You remember that? Yeah, you remember. <laughs> Man, John Cena got roasted for all this. Well, because it was the dumbest thing. Like, everybody besides China knows that Taiwan is a country. This is like... Why you can't believe like these celebrities? Like this is right. the perfect example of showing you like how puppeteered they are by like big media, big dollars, big corporations. They right. will literally sit there and say something that is not fact and t tell you that it's a fact because they have paid fact checkers that said, "Well, yeah, you know, well technically he's right because there's two different republics." And uh, like, shut the fuck up. Right. Is Hong Kong under the same situation? Because they're both under that. Pretty sure they are too, right? Dude, I, Hong Kong I was never. Oh, I take that back. Hong Kong is not the same situation. That is not a country. That is a Chinese special administrative region. Hong Kong is a city. Wait, what? why did you think Hong Kong was its own? I thought it was its own strip for some reason. No, isn't it like isn't it its own like island? I mean, that's like saying that Fremont Street it's its own state. But I thought Hong Kong was like its own strip of land. Am I thinking of Japan and just assuming it's Hong Kong? No, because like not even Tokyo or Hiroshima or I mean, the closest thing that I can think of is like Washington D.C. Hmm. Because like they want to make that a state, right? 
So where is Hong Kong located? Or like um, Hong Kong is on like the 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 seafront. Yeah. Hmm. Don't worry, no, I guess. Yeah, it's on its own island. So, but it's in the same land mass. Okay, so I was just a little confused on how that worked. So it's like, like a like an island off of like uh, like the Virgin Islands or something, except not exactly like that because it's not its own country. Anyway, some life lessons learned with Squint Reverse here. Um, Taiwan apparently, um, I mean not apparently, is a country. Hong Kong apparently is not. So that's why this whole uh, crap with Hong Kong is probably going to be hard to reverse because it's not its own independent essence per se. Okay, well, hold on. Hong Kong is not specifically an island. It goes between, like, it's part of the main mass, and it's also there's also Hong Kong Island. Right. Right. So it's like, uh, what do we have that here that's, like, similar? I would almost say, like, San Francisco. Hey, like, uh, no, Florida's all attached. Yeah. Does California have any of those? Like, I mean, Alcatraz? they have, like, little islands. They have, like, little islands. You know, they have, like, Catalina Island or, like... Uh, right. You know, or like down in Mexico, there's like, uh, you know, Cozumel or um, Isla Mujeres, but they're all part of like whatever city it is. So it's just they just happen to have like an island that is like also part of like the county of Hong Kong. Okay, yeah, so it's pretty. Or the big. city limit, the city limit of Hong Kong. Because it's like it's just the bottom tip, and then it's got some of its own island. So. Yeah, because I've always known China or Hong Kong as being part of China. I don't. I just haven't. Apparently, I just haven't researched it that much, which is probably a little bit ignorant on my part. So, well, you know, that's what censorship does. You know, they let you know what they want you to know. Right. That's probably a pretty good example uh, for this one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) John Cena, man, like you are a cool dude. Uh your stock has plummeted, you know. People are starting to see John Cena. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. China can see his ass crystal clear, you know. They're (laughs) like, hey, you better hop too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So uh, we weren't going to talk about this, but Russell Brand, until we talked about it before the podcast, but Russell Brand came out and defended Mr. Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know – I'd like to get into this topic some point in the future because Russell Brand, I mean, he came over here. He was famous for like 15 minutes and then he went only with Katy Perry. Let's be honest. Uh, well, I mean, he, only well, with, he did the, he, uh, he had a couple movies that were, you know, he was funny. Uh, the main one for getting Sarah Marshall. And then, um, you know, he's famous over in England, but the dude is actually really, really smart. Um, and he came out on like his podcast or his show that he's been running for, you know, since he kind of got out of Dodge. And he was saying, you know, I don't understand why everyone is trying to cancel Joe Rogan or why they're going after Joe Rogan. The dude says he's not a doctor. The guy gave out his opinion. And because he's not a doctor, everyone's just like, oh, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. You're just right. the dude that you know, has been taking steroids or whatever. He goes, but he goes, the strangest thing is that um, no one says the same thing about Bill Gates. Yeah, you know, and this was Bill- like a important, I mean, not an important thing, but something that was like, yeah, that's fair. 
Right. You know, it's like the same principles, you know, like, you know, you know how I am. It's like if one principle applies here, then like it should be able to apply, you know, through different situations and still hold true. And he, he proved that point. He goes, you know, Bill Gates is not a doctor. Like he's really smart with computers. Like, what does he know about like the human genome or DNA or genetics or, you know, he doesn't have like a degree in that. He might hang around people that know about it. And he's he's got an honorate. He's got an honorary doctor of medicine degrees. But that doesn't mean shit. I mean, yeah, he's not a doctor. He's not, yeah, he's not a practicing doctor. You know, he's a philanthropist. He might think about it. Not know? only that, but he doesn't even have a college degree. Didn't he, like, drop out of, like, Harvard or something halfway through? Yeah, I mean, Did he finish that? that's the not old that Rick matters, and Morty but... line. Smart, yeah, but, I mean, you know, that's the old Rick and Morty line that I believe is that smart people don't need, you know, don't need to go to school. Right. You know, and it's like like you look at like CEOs and you know people that started their business, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck this. Why would I pay you when I can do it myself?" Right. Different topic, but what I'm getting at is like Russell Brand, you know, like a British guy, an Englander, what whatever he may be. Uh, and this is a topic in the future that I like to get into is like the American privilege of disregarding somebody because they're not American. You know, whether it's a Middle Easterner, an Australian, or you know. Uh, someone from japan and they're like hey you know this is my perspective and like oh what the fuck do you know you're not you don't live here right (laughs) but i mean then that that's a very good point you know like why does everybody trust bill gates right just because he has more money yeah and he made computers and you know he cheated on his wife like a couple times (laughs) he looks like shit he's yeah yeah he's like like a horrible representation of like mental health and wellness <laughs> right so it's like oh yeah you know and like if he's telling you to if the tech guy is telling you to do something you don't think like maybe you know just maybe like, oh john cena's a good guy well that that dude is blatantly saying that taiwan is not a country you know and like he went to school right you know now he's you're probably gonna, been to taiwan <laughs> yeah you know like now you're gonna trust this guy who didn't go to school and just like stayed heavy in the computer scene and the tech scene tell you like what you need to put in your body right yeah i mean the point of our our story for our listeners here is that it's um not ironic but uh what's the word i'm thinking like a a two-sided coin right it's like double standards that's that's the phrase double standards to expect the same out of you know you're praising bill gates guy with no medical degree talking about something that is um woke initiative so it's going to be heavily agreed upon on social media and to where joe rogan also not a doctor says some a dissenting opinion to where it's not as popular across woke culture and social media so it gets shit on the person that we should be asking you know like really i just i just like read this article the two people actually that we should be asking of all of all people is ashton kutcher Ooh. And Dolph Lundgren. I thought we were going to go into uh, Marky Mark. I thought we were going to lean into Scientology, but okay. Uh, no, Dolph Lundgren has like fucking ten masters. Does he really? Yeah. He's and they're all dude. different. They're all like different things. He speaks like six different languages. And it's not like, oh, he speaks Spanish, Latin, you know, Portuguese, you know, where they're all sort of similar. It's like, no, Swedish, Japanese, Russian, Amer- you know, English, Latin uh chemical engineering degree yeah dude the huh? guy's like, 
you want to listen to Bill Nye and Neil Tyson Degrassi? It's like, okay, they're good at one thing. This man, Dolph Lundgren, is this, and then and then he went to like MIT and then dropped out to pursue a. Wow, this is like a, this is crazy. Yeah. So Bill Nye has a bachelor's of science mechanical engineering degree from Cornell. That's his only degree. And Mr. Dolph Lundgren here has a BS chemistry, BS in chemical engineering, and MS in chemical engineering, and a Fulbright scholarship recipient from MIT, which I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's for well, That's what I was saying. He went there, and then he dropped out to go mm-hmm. do acting. And then if we went even farther, the guy that plays Mr. Bean, Mr. Rowan Atkinson, you know who that guy is? Yeah. He has a BS in electrical engineering, an MS in electrical engineering, and an Oxford Honorary Fellow. All Both of those guys are more qualified than Mr. Bill Nye. Well, you know what? It's like the old thing, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, a fool will run his mouth and the wise man will mm. listen. That's a great analogy. Man, I'm actually blown away that this guy is smart. <laughs> I know, dude. And, and then to top it off, he speaks like six like legitimate different languages. Uh, I think French was another one. I think he, like, he speaks like French, Swedish, German, uh, English, Spanish, and like Japanese or Chinese or something. Yeah. As studied, so from wherever he's from, Sweden, I believe, right? Yeah. You have to do mandatory military service. Yeah, and he and, knows how to shoot a motherfucker. Right, he was in the Swedish Marine Corps. And that's when he got one of his degrees or whatever. Huh? He's got a, apparently got an IQ of 160. He speaks six languages. English, Swedish, German, Spanish, French, Japanese. Mm, nailed it. Look at you. That's so crazy. I am blown away. Karate champion. Oh, he's a karate champion too? Put that's, Stallone like in the hospital. Old, that's like Dirk Nowinski, just out there mopping fools. He uh, managed a U.S. Olympic team. Well, he was a boxer. After training with U.S. athletes for the role, he served as the team leader for the U.S. modern pentathlon team in the 1996 Summer Olympics. Dolph Lundgren might be the most interesting man alive. I'm blown away. I am blown away. They turned down Gladiator. Wow, that would have been a big movie role. Huh. Interesting. Who was the other guy I said? Ashton Kutcher. There's no way that guy's smart. He's an investor in Acorns. Look up Ashton Kutcher IQ. IQ? Is that the only thing that he's popular for? Well, because... Oh, he's also got 160. The same as Mr. Robot Chair Stephen Hawking himself. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you think about why he's not acting. Because I was like, well, yeah, why isn't Ashton Kutcher acting? And the the things that he's doing for, like, humanity, it just blows me away. Biochemical engineering? <laughs> From the University up, of Iowa. Huh. Wow. Kutcher was convicted of third-degree burglary? Did you know that? Yeah. I think that's when he, like, broke into his high school, and that's why he didn't go to, like, a prestigious, like, intellectual school. I mean, the University of Iowa isn't nothing to shake your head at. No, but the article that I was reading was that he lost, like, a a lot of top-notch scholarships because of a prank. And it was because he broke into his high school, so I'm guessing that's what it's from. Yeah, he got three years in prison. (laughs) Really? Yeah. 
Dang. Three years of probation. Oh, my bad. Oh. <laughs> my bad. That's way different. I mean, probation's arguably like prison, but he's not getting boned. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. And yeah, he's big. Like that same chick. Oh, yeah, wow, he's not, big on the human well. trafficking scene, like the, and he's oh, like, yeah, huge. Yeah, because of his efforts, he's gotten, he's saved over like five thousand people. Um, he made some really good investments in like Spotify, you know, the Acorns, uh, a couple other big names. I forgot what they were off the top of my head, but. Oh. Oh. Wow, I'm actually blown away by those two people. I wonder who else. <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman's also super smart. I'm not surprised, but she's like from Britain, right? So I think she's Canadian, maybe. Ah, uh, no, she's got to be English. I know that she's oh, Jewish. She's a Ra- Israeli American. That's so what it is. I was gonna say totally Jewish. Is she from? <laughs> because her her last name is not really Portman. Oh, she was born in Jerusalem. Jesus. Yeah, because I remember she like went back and got like a degree over there. Yeah, you're not wrong, dude. And she's super fun. Actually, you know, probably I one of start, the best I inspirations like, when we were younger. I mean, oh, she's still super fun. It would be like her and like who else? Uh, what's her, Megan Fox? Probably. I take Natalie Portman over Megan Fox. Oh, I mean, I mean, as a you know, growing up a little bit, yeah, obviously. I don't know, man. Even back. Megan Fox was just like, it's like one of those like too good to be true things. It seems like it. Yeah, I, I think she's yeah. a good fit with uh, what's his nuggets. Oh, MDK. MDK? oh god, yeah. They talk about trash taking out the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Fucking Eminem <laughs> roasted MGK so bad he had to do rock music. That's, dude. that's that has to be like. The reason, I mean, immediately that was the last rap song MGK put out. <laughs> I mean, you don't even follow rap, and you know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, moving on here. Um, okay, baseball got... season. Oh is, yeah, that's uh, right. We're getting no nos, man. I'm, I'm I'm excited about. Oh, that's right. We're not doing the YouTube thing anymore. But okay, baseball season. Go go. Baseball go. season's in peril. I mean, there's been like six no nos. Which has got to be a record. I mean, what's the record? Um, well, like, fucking, like, it's like the three teams have two of them. <laughs> it's seven. So, I mean, we're crouching right onto that. And that could that could mean because it's like a weird season and the batters just suck. Pitchers definitely aren't getting better. Well, no, because we went through a span where, like, dudes were blowing their arms out because everyone started throwing, on average, like, over right. 95. Right. You know, and so, like, there's guys getting Tommy John left and right, and now you got, like, this new batch of, like, mm-hmm. baseball players that are, like, pumping 100 on the daily for, like, eight innings, nine innings. Yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> a fair point, too, because we haven't seen anybody, I don't think. Actually, no, I think there was just one that's out for, like, a while. And I, th- I don't know if it was a Padres pitcher. There, apparently, we also got new baseballs this year. Which is affecting it. New baseballs, bad offenses. People are probably just swinging for the fence. I mean, where's the Albert Pujols? Pujols but, the, I mean, that was the thing. Like, we've known that statistic for a while where, like, what was it? Last year, strikeouts were up more than any other year, like, combined in, like, MLB history. And they were saying, 
Yeah, because batters now are, you know, batting coaches are teaching players about launch angle. You know, like guys are throwing a lot harder, you know, so start swinging for the fence. Like you can do less work now. If got, if someone's throwing 100 miles an hour at that point, you just, just got to drop your arms and that thing will fly off the bat. Right. Because what was it? To, to hit a ball like over 300 feet, you had to swing 80 miles an hour at a pitch that was like, 80 miles an hour. Now, you know, they're throwing 100 miles an hour. All you, you got to do is swing 50. Starts. Yeah, you got to just swing 50 miles an hour. Right. You know, and what? You got like one one hundredth of a second to see it at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And there's there's not only like just no-nos, but there's just been some bad baseball. I mean, there's there's some like games every year that you're like, yeah, that's bad. Like remember that clip that went around in the NBA last year where it was just like fifteen missed buckets in a row on both sides, just the sloppiest basketball ever. Yeah, I, I mean, it could also be for whatever reason, like baseball has. Well, I guess the NFL has had to like buckle down on like its play style, but like, well, but like baseball is like the one that's like speeded up. Right, that's true. That they're trying to do everything. I can't remember. They're trying to like not allow like uh, like time in between pitches and stuff. Right. Like you gotta be. That takes fifteen seconds. I mean, some guys like really do abuse it, but I mean, sometimes you really legitimately need time. But like as a pitcher, you know, like that's part of the thing. You know, like you can you can, you can sit there and go from the stretch and just wait. You're know, like, okay, fine. You're not gonna let me kind of walk up to the mound, mosey right. around. You know, get in your head a little bit. And, you know, someone who's really impulsive. I mean, that's part of, like, the fight. Right. It, and for those of you that have never played baseball or, like, baseball is the worst, a thousand million percent more than any other thing in the entire world, baseball is built off momentum. So if you got and a guy that's it's just mental, it's just like this mental, mental chess game. game, you know, like, just especially almost because it's so random. Well, it's all it's a game of ref- it's a it's a game of, like, uh, mentality and reflexes. Right. right, like you're mentally planning this, and then you're reacting to it. Right, like how quick can you put your glove in the dirt and hope the ball goes in there? You know, it doesn't take a nasty hop, or that your bat, you know, a couple inches in diameter hits a ball going at a hundred miles an hour. Well, right, like you're going up. Yeah, you're going up there. Like as a batter, like as a batter, you're like, okay, uh, I'm looking for a fastball, and I'm looking to lift it up. You know, or you're like, okay, well, I can't swing that fast. I'm looking for off speed. I'm looking to pull it down the line. So you will go up. That's like what your approach is called. You know, like they're like, oh, what's your approach? Like I'm looking off speed, you know, inside. I'm looking off speed outside. I'm looking fastball down the pipe, you know. And it's like some, if you know, like as a pitcher and you've like looked at the scouting report, you're like, okay, don't throw him off speed inside because he's going to yank that shit. Yeah. You're like, we're going to keep fastballs away, make them try and get it, you know, and that's your approach as a pitcher. Right. And then your defense is like, man, our pitcher's really good. Uh, probably going to get a choppy grounder or, a, you know, a big pop fly. Right. Yeah. Uh, is baseball bad this year? I, I think there's a lot of exciting stuff going on. I think there was a lot of roster changes that make teams exciting. The Dodgers are blowing chunks right now, which is always cool to see. Um, Tatis Jr. is just balling out. Um, and hey Otani is out there showing that pitchers can hit the rushing. Oh God, he's so fun to watch. And uh, what's his Nuggets just came back from the Brewers. 
Oh, uh, Yelich. Yelich, yep. I'd, for the life of me, I was so confused because I totally forgot that he was out. And then he came, <laughs> and the sports center was like, oh, he finally hit his first home run of the year. And I was like, damn, that guy was like MVP two years ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, he was, he's been gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's kind of weird. It's weird to see how, like, super teams in different sports work, right? Like, mm. the Dodgers are making the super team. The Padres are making the super team, you know? Like, in the NFL, was like the Bucks were making a super team. Like, right. the NBA started it. They, they, you know, LeBron James started it. And, you know, now well, you see LeBron James was the cause of the start. Yeah, for sure. And now you're seeing the ripple effect, uh, like, throughout, like, all sports. And so... It's given, I don't know what it is. It just seems a lot more competitive. I think because, you know, these teams that we thought that were like just dog shit are actually got a legitimate chance, you know, like the battles are a lot closer. The standings are a lot closer for me. I think it's exciting because it's all like, okay, the Cardinals are going to go, you know, the the Dodgers are going to go, the Yankees are going to go, you know, Boston's going to go. It's just like, okay, the same. not going to go. Yeah, the same fucking eight teams are going to be in the playoffs again. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, the the Padres had a pretty bad stint there for a while. They were like the Chiefs. You know, they finally, they really needed some uh, (laughs) morale boost. It's like, oh, we're playing the Padres. That's an easy 50-0 win. (laughs) Uh, Or like the Mets. The the Mets are really fun to watch. Maybe maybe it's just because I really just haven't paid a lot of attention to New York teams. But, like, the the Nets, not the Nets. Sorry, the uh, Knicks and the uh, the Mets, both are having like better seasons than they have in the past. So I think it's exciting. Well, for yeah, both the Knicks are teams. finally in the playoffs. Like they were like had like the longest playoff drought, and now they're like back in it. You know, yeah. uh, big market. So, but I mean, it's cool. Like the White Sox actually seem like they might Ooh, be yeah. Le- yeah legitimate. The Cubbies are fighting back. Uh, they're battling. Baez made the greatest, craziest play I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I saw that clip. That was fucking amazing, dude. Like, and it was just funny because last week they were talking about how has Javi Baez fallen off, right? And then because he just swings for the fence. Yeah, he does. He swings for the fence every time. (laughs) You know, so he has like the most strikeouts he's ever had. You know, but that's because he's just like I'm swinging for the fence. That's his approach. Fastball swing every time. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's it's crazy about that that play too is i was really really trying to find the player on the defensive side that was trying i could <laughs> not find one dude everybody was walking nobody threw a good throw i mean they didn't catch like three guys missed a catch for the ball nobody was backing up jack shit it's like god damn that's just bad baseball <laughs> yeah, I, couldn't, I, mean... I could not believe like the laziness on how that play unfolded yeah, but to say that, uh, you know, is baseball bad? I don't know, man. Like, if you're a fan of the game, it should be really exciting. I mean, yeah, you're seeing pitchers throw faster than ever. And you're seeing dudes, like, when they connect, they're hitting it farther than ever. Like, everyone's hitting, like, 440 now. Yeah, just You know, like, bombs. yeah, the average home run is, like, 400 feet. You go to Comerica Park or, like, uh, you know, Yankee Stadium where, like, like left and right field are like three fifteen the high school fence. I'm like, well, right. shit, you got bunted over that now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm this. And, and they uh they had fixed the balls because last year and the year before that when they had like gave them a buff and they were just hitting moonshots. I guess they had reverted that this year, but I don't really 
I don't really know if it helped. I mean, they're still well, hitting. Uh, they shots. were supposed to like low. I think they lowered the pitching mound too, Did so they? they weren't throwing so downhill on them. It was supposed right. to be kind of flatter. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's like it's just the smallest degree. Like you know how baseball is, just the smallest degree, the smallest centimeter, this the slight. You know, like it can change the game so drastically. Yeah, you know, it, so if you're like. And it probably just dwindles down to if you're just not a baseball fan, it's not any better than it has been. So you're probably not like hopping on the baseball train. But if you're a baseball fan, I mean, it's just like any other season. Things are different. Teams are better. Teams are worse. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's been such this like we gotta get baseball right. You know, we gotta, you know, move the pitcher's mound. You know, sixty-five feet. It's like, well, it's sixty foot six inches. This probably needs to be moved sixty foot six inches and in like five centimeters. <laughs> you know, and that'll yeah, make a gonna... difference. You yeah. know, like guys are, you know, guys are actually like pushing off a lot farther. You know, because they realize, you know, the the you know the science, the sports science behind it of like, oh man, if every foot closer I get to the plate is like three miles per hour faster to the batter's eye, so like, the like a Rawlis Chapman who's like, you know, six four, six six, yeah, and he takes that huge stride where he's like touching the infield grass. Yeah, I mean that's like eight feet, and he right. already throws a hundred miles an hour. That's yeah. like something people look stupid against <laughs> it because it it looks like it's a hundred and twenty miles an hour to it. Yeah. Yeah, and you have like 0.8 of a second to decide if you're swinging a baseball bat. You're like, shit, I hope it's accurate today. I'm just yeah. sticking in the strike zone. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what? Just quick thoughts on the uh, Mr. Joe West having that guy change out his hat. I, didn't, I think wait, it was on an, an Angels pitcher, was it? Some pitcher had like a suspicious... Uh, substance on the brim of his hat oh keeps... yeah i mean and everyone's like oh well you should enforce it all the time if you're gonna do it this one time that was the same thing with that uh yankees pitcher michael pineda yeah you know so the precedent has been set um yeah if something looks i i kind of have like different like i'm not i'm like 50 50 because if like if batters can use pine tar I can't, you know, pitchers. That what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. You know, like if, but like if your hands are dirty, it's like you're sweaty. You know, you you rub the dirt a lot. Yeah, you know, you you're grabbing the bill of your hat. You know, you're trying to figure out ways to dry your hand off or right. whatever. And all of a sudden, or just it's all ritual. Like you have, yeah, you have like a smudge on there, um, and they're like, oh, you know, like, well, I mean, what are you gonna get fucking CSI to come do some, you know, testing <laughs> on what type of soil I got up here, chief? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for embarrassing me on national TV. Go suck my dick. I'm about to strike your best guy out. Yeah, and he proceeded to smoke the rest of the game. But <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like, "Yeah, just keep ball don't lie. Ball don't lie." <laughs> yeah, but that's the that's the truest statement ever. All right, moving on here. Uh, I know you've been waiting long and hard. We'll get into oh. my great week after this, but this might be the best day of your life. What happened? Okay, so we were doing like the Pokemon thing, you know, for the hype, and yeah. I was just like. Well, fuck, man. I we haven't planned on doing it again, so I have like a shit ton. Like, well, well I had we're not decent, doing YouTube, it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I have a decent amount of like Pokemon packs that I haven't opened up, and I'm like, well, okay, well, they're just sitting here collecting dust. And I was like, well, do I just like try to resell them in like a couple years as like unopened packs? Right. You know. But then I would get kind of pissed off because if somebody ends up opening something <laughs> that's like, I'm like, damn, I was like sitting on that the whole fucking time. 
So, I decided to open them. You just fucking around today, just yeah, just yeah, like, like oh, right. I got some time, you know, my, you know, I got some time, uh, and I fucking pulled not one Charizard, but two Charizards, and it was the fucking secret rare, you know, like the rainbow one got Charizard all the Phoenix. shine and glimmered, like. Dude, I I have not been like this pumped for something that is so insignificant in such a long time. <laughs> like a a little piece of fucking paper Hard is worth yeah. hundreds of dollars. Yep. Isn't that crazy? For no reason. Well, and it got me thinking. It got me thinking because like you know, I see people like showing off, I guess, you know, I don't like using the term flexing because i don't necessarily know if they're meeting the flex or they're just kind of like showing off like oh man happenstance flex, look yeah. at this but especially like people who are like oh i got like a new car that you know well you're leasing it number one or they're like oh my god like i got like these new jordans that were like two hundred dollars and then you're gonna resell them at like plato's closet for like you'll get 20 bucks right so you just lost 180 bucks hoping right. that you might get laid a couple times <laughs> and you'll probably get laid but it'll be like subpar so like round total 80 bucks like you lost 120 bucks <laughs> because like you gave weak dick or you got weak dick and you're like wow this is what these jordans got me <laughs> hey, you probably got pregnant in the process <laughs> yeah or you know you're going to like counseling or now like every chick's a thought or every man is like a piece of shit you know, like you got that car, and then you're like, realize six months in you can't afford it, and the insurance got really high. You got a speeding yeah. ticket, so like, not only are you paying like the lease on it, you know, now you're paying like higher insurance. Uh, actually, someone who I've personally uh, talked down about is The Rock. One of the best lines that he that he has said about financial advice from his show Ballers. Yeah. He's like, don't ever get anything that has depreciating value. If it flies, drives, uh, or fucks, don't invest in it. Huh. You know, and I was like, ah, oh, you know. So it's like, it's like, and people who have their shit together, you know, when they see you like sitting there, like, oh, I got like these Jordans, you know, or I got this. They don't care. You know, BMW. They're like, okay, number one, you have like a part-time job as a barista. That's a good point. Right. You know, and they're like, I just saw you, I just, yeah, I just saw you throw away hundreds of dollars. Right. Yeah, that's a really crazy point. Or like someone that, no, because I I would think it would be a different point. Like someone that couldn't afford it is like, dude, why would you buy that? Like couldn't afford it and doesn't want it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm saying like if you're trying to like, if you think that by flashing expensive shit, you know, is going to get you someone who has like. That is rich values, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you know that is financially secure. Like, no, like I could go out and be like, uh, well, you know, I spent fucking ten dollars on this Pokemon pack, and now I just made, you know, six hundred dollars. But it's like, oh, okay, good, that guy, that guy's flexing a Pokemon card or showing right. off a Pokemon card. Well, like, I worked one extra day this week and made six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, uh, you know, like you don't see like Bill, like Bill Gates, Bill Gates or Steve, like anyone who's like, like super successful. They're not, you know, they're not worried about the drip. They're not. Well, I mean, like rappers. Is that just, is that different? 
Yeah, I would say like I would say that because like at this point in time, there's an, like enough known about rappers. I mean, see, you guys didn't grow up in like the the MTV cribs, right? You know, so like you would think that there was a rapper that was super successful, and then it, he'd be on MTV cribs and he'd be like living in an apartment with like his mom. Right. You yeah. know, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, haven't say it, you know, like uh. Well, we could spend all his money on his jewelry and his cars, you know, like once again, like you have to be financially savvy. Not every celebrity or every musician, like every millionaire is like financially savvy. Right. For sure. I mean, for sure. You know, or like on you'd like, yeah, you'd like see somebody and they're like, yeah, I rented these cars, you know, for the show, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're just like, (laughs) okay, okay, cool, (laughs) man. But if I had a car collection, you know, this is what it would be, you know, and like a lot of people think that they're just it's just like impulsive, you know, it's just impulsive, instantaneous, not realizing what depreciating value is. And it's just like, man, you know, like I'm glad that I kind of learned like that. But then again, like these Pokemon cards or, you know, comic books or rare marbles or whatever it is that for whatever ri- ridiculous reason, just have end up having like a resale value right. that is like through the roof, your rock collection, you know, yeah. you got some rare rock obsidian, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, yeah you, yeah, you get, you get like, you get laughed at in the beginning, but then all of a sudden, like you go and you like sell it and you're living, you know, you're living nice. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, you know, yeah, you're like, like, you know, you're like, just, just go kill yourself. <laughs> you know, you brought nothing great to society besides <laughs> like more idiotic children. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's exciting still because I mean we were hunting those things for. But it's addicting, man. Like it's addicting. Like I pulled these two cards today, like two Charizards, and I'm like, oh shit, dude. I don't know. I just made more. my. You probably well, that I just made my money back and then some. Like I could do this again, you know, so it's like super addicting, you know, and it's gambling, you know, it's like the same thing. Like, uh, did you, did you end up watching that? Uh, ep- yeah. That, okay. Yeah. You know, it's like the same thing with like uh Robin hood, you know, like you, yeah. like you just like blow up one day and you're like, Oh my God, like I need to put more money into this. Yeah. And then like the next day, like you lose a shit ton. You're like, fuck my life. Yeah. You know, but like, I understand why gambling is addictive. Right, and that leads in, leads us into our, our next bit on my week, and I went to Vegas for the first time. Well, I mean, I've driven through Vegas, but stayed in Vegas um, for the first time, and it was uh, a different beast, you know. Uh, apparently, uh, it's changed a bunch from 20 years ago, which obviously is no surprise to anywhere, but um, obviously <laughs> the Vegas experience is uh, obviously uh, pretty well known, I would say, you know. Everyone's got the impression down pretty well. You know, the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the trading cards or the whatever, but, um, yeah, gambling. This, for those who aren't listening, he wasn't slapping his meat or, you know, right. That was my, that was my theoretical cards. I was trading, trading cards. Um, but, uh, yeah, gambling. I, I've dipped into Pokemon cards. You know, we've invested into those in hopes to pull something. I, I did that very mildly com- comparatively to people that have spent thousands or hundreds of hundreds of dollars. But outside of that, I really don't get into investments too much. Like, 
Dogecoin. I really wouldn't consider that. <laughs> like, just because I dumped a little bit of money a long time ago to Dogecoin does not mean I'm an investor. So, um, I wouldn't <laughs> say like I was a like a gambler or like a, a better. I've like I've never bet on anything before, and so this was a a new experience for me, and it was very eye opening in the sense of how Vegas is set up to just ruin your pockets. Oh I mean, yeah, you got your, did you gamble when you were down there at all? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. so you, like you, you got was, you got was, you got cherry popped. Yeah, I got a little little slot machine action. You know, Ooh. I want I. Some of the best parts for me was actually just watching. You know, because it's simple things like what if some people are interested in poker or pool or Roulette watching people or crochet crap. or watching people play video games or different. Um, yeah, like roulette or craps or twenty one even, and it's it's it was actually very interesting for me to watch. Like I'm sitting there watching people, you know, put thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars out on the table every time, and one hits, and then they make most of it back, and they're just there, you know, betting and betting and betting, and it's just it's like just like everything else that we find fun as a society. This is the same way, but it's just just designed for you to lose, and somebody to occasionally win. You know, it, it's not designed for somebody to win. They make it really fucking hard to win number one. But it's also very easy just to get caught up in the whole thing and just start blowing well, money. Especially, like, when you go to some casinos, they just give you free drinks. I, I think most of them. If you're gambling, you get free drinks. Yeah, you know, because they want you to, like, get that Gamble. liquid courage. <laughs> yeah, you know, and be like, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, the peer pressure of everyone around you, like, oh, man, you're hot, bro. And then keep going, yep. man, keep going. Yeah. And, oh, will you make it back? Come on, you're on a hot streak. You're on a yep. hot streak. And all of a sudden, that like 40 people that's around you turns into like 30, turns yep. into 20, turns into 10, turns and into like the super drunk homeless guy that's been in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and it's just set up. Everything about the casino is just set up in like the perfect way to grab your money, right? The casino environment is super supportive. Everyone in there is super nice. I mean, even the people dealing cards you know they they have to be like really professional depending on the casino you're at but some of the other older casinos are like the the card dealers are like buddy buddy and you know cracking jokes and you know want you to be there or like the drink situation just because they're free drinks you have to play money right so if i'm over there on the slot machines and i see the lady walk by like every 45 minutes probably maybe even less you know free drinks is relative because you're betting all that money the lady comes by you order whatever it is it's not a vast menu of items you can order. And then you're betting and betting and betting and betting until she gets back. Cause if you leave, you don't get your drink and you don't want to just stand around. Yeah. But so like then you're that, hemorrhaging see, more money. Yeah. What the thing that was like, it was something I couldn't articulate, but I had like the conceptual understanding and that, that video that, or that uh, episode of money explained that I had, that I was like, right. Oh, watch this. If we're talking about that. Watch that. Cause I just watched it like the week before was that when you go to like play the crap or we'll say blackjack right well not blackjack because you can still have like some sort of skill to play blackjack like if you know how to count cards right well i mean i mean really you have to have skill to play any of those card games but blackjack point, but like most people aren't going to take the time or have like the you, the you know be able to keep up with like counting all the cards. well we'll say roulette right so like you were saying, you know, the games are set up 
for you to lose because like you go in there and you're like, well, I know, you know, I know like chances and probability, yep, you know, yep. it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like with the coin, you know, if I flip it 50 times, it should be about 50%. Yeah. Well, it's set up to like, you're one person and there's a thousand people yep. in there that are going to play that game. So like you're 10 times that you call, you know, bet on red. Yeah. It's just a small microcosm to like the 999 people that are going to play behind you. Right. And then like how they put in, what was it? It was because they, they talked zero about really specifically zero. about how there's like red and black. And then there was like the, the blank space, the green squares. Yeah. Yeah. The green. Yeah. And it was just like, so now you have to take that into consideration. And they get it's hit pretty like, often. Yeah. And that's like not 50. It's no longer 50-50. Right. So now you're dealing in thirds with, like, however X amount of people are going to yep. play that game. Yeah. And then you have to deal with, like, the different odds on the numbers. Like, they don't just tell you how to play the game, right? They just – you just go up to the table. You give the guy some money. He gives you some chips, and it's like, good luck. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah, you, you can like, put it oh, in the yeah, middle. But... You can put it on just a million different options, and they all mean something different. So for me, you know, I've – I'm always, I always love, you know, learning about something new and just, if I find it interesting, just kind of digging into it a little bit. So it was, it was just interesting to analyze just the different aspects of well, that whole like process. The, 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 yeah, but the evolution of the slot machine, how it was like, it used to be like the high, like you would win just a shit ton of money and or then nothing. you'd lose it all really fast and then it'd yeah. be like gradual downslope and then high, but it still wasn't as much. Yeah. And then they just made it like that comfort ride straight yep. down to the bottom. And I was yep. like, oh, that is fucking dirty. Yeah, and like the old slot machines, they used to be like, you know, three rolls or four rollers that you, you know, push down. You have, you know, the one um, one line and you just hope that you got those five in a row and hope that was it. Well, now they got games where the more money that you play at a time and the more times you play the game, your little pot of gold fills up and so you think that's when it's shaking and red and it's all full because you've been sitting there playing this fucking game for so long you're like oh i'm about to hit so you're spending more money you're spending more money and just these games are clever man (laughs) well yeah because you like sit there and you like it's like um i was thinking about this you know because it's like when you like return your cans this this is a really good example you're like okay like oh you know like all right i made like 50 bucks returning my cans and i was like well well, how much did you spend on those cans? <laughs> right? Well, if there somebody else's cans. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be better because it's like you go, you go like decide that you're going to be a good human and go clean up the park or clean up the, right. you know, the river or wherever. And you're like, all right, well, I'm going to buy a trash can with what I collect. <clears throat> Pat on the back. Um, <laughs> but like, really, if you think about it, you're like, okay, well, I spent like $100 and I just made $50. Like, right. but I felt like I got my I money back. Still. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like so what you were saying, because like now the slot machines, they have like a hundred, you know, like not even a hundred, like one game could have, you know, a ridiculous amount of lines that make it seem like you won. You won. Yeah. You know, and you're or like, like okay. big, big sirens and, you know, lots yeah, of sound like, and it's two bucks. <laughs> yeah. You're like, <laughs> you, well, it's like you put in a dollar and you won 60 cents and you're like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm on a hot streak. I'm winning, you know, so you put in another dollar and then you win like. You know, 60 cents again, you know, like you've lost, you know, 40 cents. <laughs> cool. And then you're like, okay, well, but I mean, like it makes you like, yeah. it doesn't, you don't hit zero every time. Right. So you're like, okay, I'm still in the money. I'm still in the money. No, you're not still in the money. You're just getting scammed. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about 
later. Not in this episode. <laughs> yeah, later. we have a whole we got a whole deal coming up about that. But yeah, yeah, I mean the the types of games and just the whole environment. Like the strip is very gross. Like just tons of gross people, and the streets <laughs> are all dirty, and some of the outsides are like the glass are all scratched up, and you know they got people on every corner Maybe doing God knows what. But then you go into a casino and they're like pristine. Even the old ones, you know, they're well maintained. You got people left and right cleaning twenty four seven. Right. Board some Windex. And well, they're like <laughs> funneling you into the casinos. They, they don't want you out on the street. They don't make money. They don't make money there. So they're like, come to the casinos, free drinks, play all these games. You know, blah 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 blah. So it's like the whole environment is just. It's so clever, truly is. Um, you know, just the different types of games. I mean, there's it some cool a games. Psychological mind fuck, and they fuck you so good you don't even know. Yeah, and so me, I'm like a, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty safe dude, you know, as it comes to a lot of things. I don't take a lot of risks. I'm not risk adverse, you know. I'm not I'm not cliff jumping. I'm not, you know, racing down the highway to 140 miles an hour. You know, so my my betting habits, you know, reflected that. You know, so I I never put in more than twenty bucks at a time, and you know I'd get down, then I break even back to twenty, and I stop, I go play a different game, or you know maybe I needed to you know you know a couple bucks to tip the lady that's bringing my drink over, so I just play till I got that much, and then so I didn't lose any money, so yeah I ended up doing pretty well, but for somebody that's not like me and they just want to win big or they're relying on winning big, oh you'll never win, ever. Because if you do, you're just going to play it back because you just won. You want to win more. Yeah, that dude that, like, well, no, it was the chick. It was the chick from Baltimore that was, like, the worst story about how she had lost, like, fucking everything. You know? And then, because originally I was going to say that guy, he's like, oh, the most that I've ever won was, like, 1.2 million. And he's like, the most I ever lost was, like, 1.2 million. It's a change. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we were, I was playing next to this guy. He struck it huge. He won, like, the minor prize. Which was like fifteen hundred dollars, and so I'm I'm playing my little diamond game, you know, with like I'm like hovering between ten and fifteen dollars, just trying to stay afloat and not lose money. And this guy hits fifteen hundred, and by the time I was done and I had made my twenty dollars back, this guy was down to like six hundred bucks. He was just five dollar bet, five dollar bet, five, and you could do it quick too because you can skip them. So you're like five skip, five skip, five skip, and he's just trying to win, 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 and just lost. I was like, oh, damn, dude. <laughs> That's awful. God, I mean, we talk about, like, graveyards being the most depressing place. Go to oh. a fucking casino and yeah. look at the regulars. Like, you, like oh, you can, yeah. you'll you see can the tell. people. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're just, like, they live in their car. They're just waiting to, like, a big. pull a just charge like the, Just like the, uh, <laughs> like the lottery ticket, lottery ticket people. You know, like, the homeless guys, rather than, like, going to Denny's and, buying a breakfast that they definitely need they're like oh, i'd rather spend this 20 bucks on a lottery ticket <laughs> scratch it yeah nope there goes 20 bucks um but yeah but some no, advice it's all, yeah it's all a mind game it's all a mind game so you have to have some mental fortitude yeah i mean just some advice if you haven't gone or you're from another country and you're like what the fuck why would you ever do that <clears throat> <laughs> don't go into Vegas looking to win money and don't go in betting money you don't have. Like if you need money for bills and you're like, oh, well, I can probably get this back. It's not for you. But if you like did a little side work this month and you have a little spending money, that's the time to do it because you won't notice. Yeah, that unless you're the at like counting right. cards or you are a professional poker player. Uh, 
or just watch the Money Explained episode about gambling because yeah. then you'll know what games to play and what games not to play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was definitely a very neat experience. Do I feel the need to want to go back every you know every year, every six months? No, I I don't I don't have that. <laughs> um, but it was definitely <laughs> a unique experience. You know, I toured all through the casinos. Everyone's super super different, super cool. I mean, all the architecture is very very elaborate. I mean, they've the it's very very cool to experience, but there's a lot of down, there's a lot of downsides. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Going into our final topic here of the episode, I know we're running a little over, but this is important, so I don't want to skip it. Um, <clears throat> May, which I know is a, a little late, and this might even come out not in May, so it's a super unfortunate. So yeah, yeah, it'll come out the thirty first. Perfect. So uh, uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I know. For I was trying reason, to drop all the you know physically or ment or psychological you know mind games, fortitude, yeah. mental fortitude. And, and Fortunately, you know, our our season theme was mental health, you know, wellness, at least half of it. So we've been covering it inadvertently. <laughs> Just totally <laughs> ironic that it happened to fall in May. But um, I wanted to drop some information for those listeners. Um, maybe we could have started this, but that's okay. Um, the, uh, let's see, let me, I don't want to get this website name wrong. So the National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI, has a... Uh, a reach out line, the a helpline. So if you're going through something, or you know you're not you're not feeling too well, or you know I don't even really know how to sympathize necessarily, other than just to to reach out and extending a helping hand. You know if you're going through shit and you don't know what to do, um, give these people a call. And this is the number eight hundred nine fifty N A M I. So just type that into your keys, and uh, you'll come up with that number. But yeah, May is mental health health awareness month which fits in right along with our straight to the woods podcast and uh it's super important super important to us super important to to talk about and discuss not only just you know put up a, a banner every every may and, and support you know it's important to kind of go above and beyond so I'm, I'm glad we were able to cover this yeah um i like that i like and i don't like that it is getting it's still it's still on its like baby stages trying, yeah it's still in the infancy oh. stages of where there's some people that cover it and they're really good yeah. uh what was it there is a podcast that grant gustin actually goes on oh. uh, and talks about you know just struggles of more just like men's mental health right uh and then you have like other ones that definitely are more just victimizing you know they, preachy, they do yeah. a lot well it's like enabling mental right. health yeah you know like it's, it's great totally that yep. yeah it's great that you're getting it out there you know but at the same time uh i was thinking about this when you brought it up uh, i'm pretty sure i've gone on record and saying like the number one thing you can do is just learn how to well get to a point where you have like some sort of self-identity yeah you know recognizing like who you are what you're about and just be like okay like i'm pretty sure this is who i am this is what i like to do this is how i feel these are the things that i believe uh i would say step one would be how you talk to yourself you know your self-talk you know how you yep. your, that mental voice in your head um this was something that i was telling like you and jason about was we're getting too comfortable using like pathological terms for like 
the ordinary human experience. Yeah, and I, I, w- I was uh, trying to, I was struggling kind of where you were going to go with that, but it, it makes a lot of sense into what, even what I had as my first point was just like positive self-worth, you know what I mean? So even in small situations, like if you're talking socially with your friends and you're like, you know, how was your day? You're like, oh, I'm, you know, I've, job sucks. I'm just trying to, you know, live by, you know, enjoying these drinks nightly or whatever it is. You know, every every time that occurs, it's just going to get worse and worse. So just even small mental comments, you know, oh, that sucked or this sucks or even socially and you're like something bad happened. You're like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Ha ha ha. You know, as a joke, you know, those things start to add up. And it's, well, and that's it's actually, yeah. To, yeah. No, that's a really great point where it's like, you know, just checking in like, when you're with a group of friends, you know, obviously they're not going to just, for the most part, they're not just going to spill their life story, you know, but maybe like when you have time, like if this is like a real friend and you guys look for me being a a guy, you know, like, Hey man, you want to, you know, Austin, you want to go golfing? Okay. So how are things going? Oh, you know, you know, they're this, this, and this. Well, I mean, I'm asking like, how are things really going? All right, man. Well, yeah, you know, I want to get here, but this is where I'm feeling, like, conflicted, or this is where I'm having, like, some worries, or like, oh, okay, cool. Um, it doesn't take much, because what do they say? Oh, I would never, I never thought they would kill themselves. They were the least, like, the most unlikely person to do it. Right, they were so happy. Right? Yeah, you know, and it's like, yeah, because people aren't asking the real questions, and that's when you, like, realize that there is a lot of superficial relationships. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a... That's another thing that probably strikes a million different, you know, social qualities and and uh, deficiencies that we experience on a day to day basis. I mean, ugh, that's just parasocial relationships in general. I mean, just as as, as a sidebar, rough. <laughs> yeah, and that's but basically I mean, like, what it even, is. Yeah, but if you've been friends with somebody for years, you don't have to check in with them every day. You know, like right. a week goes by and you're like. Hey man, how you doing? Or like, hey girl, how you doing? You know, how how's everything going? Uh, newer friendships, yeah, maybe you will check in a little bit more frequently. But like, as trust and like bonds develop, you know, you can go, you know, some time with. Uh, I mean, like Juan and Drew. Like, I don't sit there and like ask them every day. <laughs> hey guys, you know? how you doing? You know, like no, but like, how are you really doing? You right. know, yeah. My biggest concern lately is here in Portland where everything is kind of that woke culture or, you know, gatekeeping in like a negative sense where like everyone wants to say that they have a worse mental disease than like everybody else. Yeah. And it's all like, no, you're just like, you're just like concerned and you have worries and you're stressed. You don't have anxiety, you know, like, well, I'm, you know, something offended you. That's not like verbal abuse. You know, that is not like verbal violence. Right, and that also Did they like say that they were going to fucking slit your throat with a nine-inch blade and like look in your eyes as your soul leaves your body. Well, right. no, they just said that like uh, everyone has their own right to religion, and that offends me. Right. Okay, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's it's like because mental health has been a little bit more acknowledged. People are like, oh, well, that's mental health related. Well, it's it's like. Um, 
I don't really have a good example on top of my head, but it just it overshadows the things that need help, you know, like anxiety disorders or you know um, schizophrenia or depression or whatever addiction, it is. You know, like PTS, PTSD. Right. Yeah, you know, any People sort of like legitimate phobia. Are... It's a, okay. Um, here you go. Perfect example is uh, like sexual abuse claims. You know, sexual harassment claims. Right. There's some people that are taking advantage of it. Yeah, you know, and then there's some women out there that have, like, legitimate cases and legitimate, like, emotional, physical damage, and they get swept underneath the rug because, like, the squeak, yeah, the squeaky wheel gets the uh, oil. Yep. Yeah, and it's tough because mental health is such an ambiguous thing because it it has to deal with your, your mental. And that's not something that we have as concrete you know, hard facts, like if you break a bone, you broke your bone, you know, there, we have medical technologies. Yeah, and, we can put a cast on that and we can right. give you like ibuprofen or Vicodin. Right, and we can take a look at a brain scan and see brain bleeds or, you know, maybe a serious brain contusion or, you know, brain activity that's on this side or this side. But the rest of everything we've ever known about that has all been, I think it's objective is the word that I want, because I, I think that it's probably true obviously right but it's I've like that, we, you know, we had like, to come up with that well yeah and i've said that where like what triggers an anxiety for me is not the same for you right you know what like it's like it's, it's the same as anything what triggers happiness for me is not the same for you you know some things yeah they may be similar you know what triggers fear for me is not this like you might say like oh well you know that's not so bad you know, I mean, like, what are you talking about? That's not so bad. And he said, well, this is what's fearful for me. I'm like, well, that's not that's not bad. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know, so, so, I mean, objective, <laughs> subjective, perspective, you know, like you could go down the list and and any word would work. But the thing is, is that it is all about. Yeah, I will say that the first step is it's all about how you talk about yourself. Right. You know, and I said that before where it's like, oh, I, I struggle with anxiety or I struggle with, uh, you know, blank mental illness. And I was all like, well, you know, get to a point where you can say I manage blank illness. Right. Yeah. Don't you be know, afraid like, to share that you're you're struggling with something. Don't don't try to, you know, just because you have something and, you know, you don't feel that it's somebody else's problem. Well, it can be somebody's problem if you're not dealing with it, you know, so it's easier to to lay some of those things out there and you know just because you have i'm not i'm not saying like go vent to your friends you know there's people that are designed in our institutions to help people that are struggling with those issues you know what i mean it's not and i think that it's probably just like a a social thing where they don't feel the need like oh i don't need a counselor i just want to talk to my you know my wife my wife will help me well, that's not necessarily your wife's responsibility. Yeah, it's great right. if they like if do help. Like Joe Rogan and Bill Gates, like your wife right. is not a psychiatrist or therapist exactly. or counselor. They only go so far if and if at all they're willing and able to to help you. They might be going with stuff on their own and just, you know, venting into your wife every night about your shitty job or, you know, your bad friend group or whatever. Well, right. If you're going to go and that, sit there and talk today. to like all five or all t- 10 of your friends, if you need to do that, either A, you have shitty friends, like you have a shitty circle because you weren't able to make up your mind. Uh, B, you've wasted all that time and, you know, you're just, you're not very smart. Like you should have just, 
you know, saved yourself and everybody else's time by just going and talking to a mediator or a counselor or whatever, you know, or three, you're not even at the step where you have like done some, uh, you know, reflection, uh, you know, had some inner awareness, you know, prayed or meditated, uh, because I think the hardest part, well, the hardest part about coming out and saying a real problem, uh, people who can do it just freely, uh, two things like one, it's not real. They're just, you know, it's just not a real thing for them. Right. You know, it's something that can get attention. It's like what they used to call like peacocking 10 years ago, where you wear like an extravagant piece of clothing or jewelry to get everyone's a uh, attention so they asked you about it uh or two uh, they just been enabled you know like no one has actually helped them and so now this is like complacency right if there's a legitimate problem that you've recognized in yourself it changes your sleep habits your eating habits you know how you perform at work, whether you go to the grocery store or not, how you treat your friends, how you treat your family, um, how you tr treat, you know, strangers, your significant other, you need to learn how to articulate it. Yeah. And that's the hardest part is like a lot of people don't come forward with like, hey, this is something that I've seriously been struggling with because they don't know how to articulate it without looking crazy. Right. And, and a lot of that battle is being able to articulate it. You know, what, what am I going through that might be a trigger or might be a cause or these are the symptoms that I'm experiencing? Because, again, you know, mental health is, a, is an Amazon, you know. And well, it's a, it's a spider web tough, because you yeah. might, yeah, you might think it's or, or like a maze, you know, spider web, a maze. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of threads that are weaving in and out of it and, you know, you might think like, okay, well, this is a trigger. And then you work on that and you realize, okay, well, that wasn't it, you know? So what is it that is, you know, really like you might think that like, oh, driving is an anxiety. Well, it could be that like, it's not really driving. It's like you're claustrophobic. Right. You know, well, why, why am I claustrophobic? I haven't been claustrophobic and, you know, for <laughs> however many years. And then you have to like think about a time that you kind of like push back in the recess of your mind and you're like, oh man, there was this one time that I had a terrible experience with like seven minutes of heaven. <laughs> right. And I was in a closet with some, you know, someone who I thought was a girl and it turned out it was like the gay guy at my school. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's a battle, man. So it's, it's important to not only be able to, to talk about and share, you know, struggles that you're having with the people that are able and, I don't want to say supposed to, but are are built and the the structures are are there and exist for you to be helped. You know, don't be afraid to reach out to those those establishments because they're there to help. You know, so if you're going through struggles with anxiety or depression or maybe it's an eating disorder, even you know, contact the person that is able to best help you with that. And it's it's probably not your mom. It's probably unless your mom's like a sex therapist and you're having trouble getting it up. You know, I don't know if that's the Still the lady no, I mean, to go that's to, a, but. you know, that I don't know on like my list of steps, but it is definitely one that could easily, easily be in the top five. Um, things, yeah. yeah uh, you know, talking to a stranger 
helps you get your feet underneath you, you know, because you're talking to somebody who doesn't know you, you know, doesn't know you for anything. You know, you go and try and tell your best friend or, you know, a coworker or whatever, um, you know, they already have, you know, a perception of you. Right. And that's hard to break, you know, to go over there. Like if, yep. if they think highly of you, or they think lower of you. You're like, oh, man, either way, you're failing both those right. um, ideals of who you think you are. But like once again, once you get to that point where you're like, OK, I am somebody who needs to learn how to manage this because it is slowly deteriorating my life. And it's slowly taking away from the life that I can live. Um you know, talking to a stranger and it's, it's practice, man. Everything takes practice, you know. So then when you do, like when someone, you know, your parents or your your friends, you know, that list of people that are in your circle, you know, kind of ask, hey, what's up? You're like, you know what? This is something that I've been working on. Uh, I'm at a stage where I can articulate it. I can uh, tell you what's going on. I've noticed these are things that have, you know, made me act different. Um, I would appreciate it if you know, you could take that into consideration, like with our future interactions. Right. Yeah. And going to someone with that already in mind or that already figured out is, is going to benefit that relationship a hundred percent because it's going to benefit it either in growing stronger or you're going to lose that person in your life. And they weren't meant, I mean, if they're not going to help you get over, you know, a mental, mental struggle when you need them the most and you are already well established in what's going on and you asked, you know, for, for a, you know, consideration or, you know, understanding and they don't want to help, sis, drop them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just remember, it's like anything else you'll ever do in your life. Yep. It just takes time. It doesn't happen it's overnight, time. you yep. know? So, you know, like the, the more you put it off, the worse it's going to get, you know, when yep. you start putting in a little bit of footwork, you can chip away at it, you yep. know? And like, so like right now it might seem daunting, but in six months, in a year, in three years, you know, in five years, you're like, wow, man, I've I've come a long way, um, you know, and I wasn't alone. You, you'll realize that there's so many more people out there that yeah. are, you know, trying to keep it under the mat, you know, behind the curtains or whatever. And the more people that can say like, hey, you know, I went through it. I know exactly what you're going through. You know, like the legitimate like certified people, which is, that's a tough thing to say uh, because those aren't the people that are out there really pioneering or, you know, being the voice of what's going on. But a lot of the work right now is being done in the corners, you know, being done in the trenches, you know, out on the streets. Yeah. Not on social media not on, not on the TV, you know, like it's, it's, it's getting back to the basics of just being a tribe. Yeah. I mean, even just, being able to to vent and have someone understand or you know um have compassion towards your situation well that's a that's a start that not a lot of people are are willing to go through so, i mean that and that just plays right into the to the slogan that they have here uh, and i guess the mental health month was actually just put into place um in in april <laughs> the biden administration had uh, deemed mental hair mental health month um the may month of may um, but it's, you are not alone. And so it, it's tough with these, like, if you just read something, right. And it just says you are not alone, you know, for somebody like, let's say for me, like, well, that doesn't really apply to me, you know, so it, it might seem like, well, yeah, I don't know if that's really going to be helpful for listeners or whatever, but 
it very well could be. You know, that, that just reading this webpage on the the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and you see this, you are not alone, and it says, you know, check out this link for you know blogs and videos and personal stories and you know digital toolkits. That might just be the thing that you need to get you started. It might not be for another person, but just being able to start somewhere that's I don't want to say like officially like official place to start but i mean just start somewhere just tackle it but it's not gonna happen Ooh, my overnight. boys my boys on supernatural need to go sue the biden administration because uh, jared padalecki who is sam winchester has a charity about mental health and it's always keep fighting you are not alone huh maybe they maybe he helped out on this maybe i'd be i'd be really proud my boy sam <laughs> i hope they wouldn't sue somebody for promoting mental health but <laughs> that's a double-edged sword right you know it's like that's a, and that's also a topic for biden yeah, administration running uh mental health um yeah, yeah that's a different <laughs> mental you health know, awareness me, nonetheless yeah that's you know <laughs> me like oh we got a bunch of weak-minded people out there you need to come over here yeah <laughs> join so, the pack um, yeah but yeah so mental health awareness month uh kind of hit it on the end but i know we had it you know, different episodes, and we've touched on it throughout the month of May. This 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 is an our last month promoting it, and uh, we'll definitely never stop. But number that number one more time: eight hundred nine fifty NAMI. Type that into your phone if uh, for a hotline if that's the path you want to choose. Um, this website. And if not for you, like for a friend. Yeah, if not you for a friend, um, just start somewhere. You know, that's that's the best place to start is somewhere. And yeah, um, and one one quick one quick thing. Um, Mental health, uh, just because it's not like some sort of phobia or, you know, like schizophrenia, anxiety, anxiety, paranoia, you know, all those things. Uh, like we talked about earlier, gambling, you know, that is a mental health issue. It's correlated uh, drug addiction, alcohol, uh, any sort of like obsessive, yeah, uh, obsessive, obsessive, compulsive, you know, kind of disorders, uh, rage. You know, depre- you know, depression is a, another one, but I mean, there are things um, that are mental, you know, are mental health issues, you know, so especially for those of you who are like, oh, well, you know, I have my shit together. I'm on like a good path. You know, I know you know somebody um, that is in your circle or that you come in contact with on a regular weekly basis and, you know, it would not kill you to uh, say like, hey, man. Or hey sis, here's a place to start. I might yeah. not be able to help you, but this is a place to start. And and I'll tweet this link out for those of you that are that have gained interest in this or might know somebody that has. This has no fil- affiliation to us whatsoever. I just I found it and I figured I'd share it because it uh, it has to apply to somebody. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made it. So, <clears throat> well, well, that'll do it for the content. Data shows it, it would apply to like a lot of people. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, if you go down to these numbers, it's kind of astonishing. I don't obviously know there we can get into nitpicking it, but yeah, it's it's pretty astonishing. But that being said, um, wood chip of the week, I think it'll be the f- pretty good one. Yeah, uh, so the wood chip of the week goes out to Eagle Creek, Oregon. My buddy from way back in the day, uh, Rob Kriowski. Uh, I told him to check it out. I run into him every so often. 
and you know he's given us some really positive things loves it entertainment first guy that we've had in a while uh yeah <laughs> i almost wanted to talk about that today like why <laughs> like i'm so just mind blown mind that we blown. have such yeah. a high female uh listening audience but uh no i mean it was great to see him you know it was really good to just get words of affirmation and he he just really digs it so he said you know keep on doing what you're doing Right on. Well, thank you, Rob, for for listening. You know, if you if you want to hop on the podcast, don't hesitate. Hit and squint up. And we can try to see if we can't set something up. But um, thanks for popping in every once in a while. If you hear this, great. If not, that's great too. I'm glad you're doing something fun. Right. Because if you're listening to this, you're like taking a shit or like on Bad your way to a job that you want to like blow your brains out to. So yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Alrighty, folks, uh, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. Um, if you uh, happen to just hear this from somewhere, you can find us at straighttothewoods.com. You can click on the links to find our Apple Music link, Spotify link. Um, we're on all the, the podcast platforms. I Overcast, uh, radio something. I really need to get back into the list of all those so we can shout those out because there's like half of you guys listen on Apple Music and like 38% listen on an unnamed podcast i don't know which or podcast platform that is so thank you guys i don't know where that's from so if you want to dm us on the website go ahead it's i'll a be VPN. happy to promote that <laughs> right yeah um but uh twitter straight s-t-r-a-i-t the number two the woods with a z um and then squints tiktok he hasn't put out content in a while so he has to get back on that train but don't that he has no, out there i do i load it up i load it up and then I just fucking flood the market for like a week. So yeah. you know, I got some. I got some in the bank. Don't worry. Right. I'm about to and make I'm a deposit. Sure there's got to be something about the Pokemon's coming up. If if not, there's your ideas for at least one video. Yeah. Um, well, that's, you know, that's the, uh, she's for the stream is coming back. And I got oh, some, oh, yeah, that's that. going to be. Yeah, gonna but be that's nice. at uh, at Squids with a Z as well on TikTok. Um, and folks, that'll do it for this episode. Squint, roll us out, brother. The fire is getting low, and we are all out of woods, so we are head back. Loggers, we will leave the light on for you, and until next time, peace out.